Business Bros is your show, where small business professionals just like you come to tell their stories. This podcast is for those who understand the number one rule in business, which is to be of service to others. Learn how today's professionals generate leads, what's working on social media, what's hot and what's not, straight from the mouths of those who are out there doing the real work. And now let's welcome your hosts, Hernan Cias, the real estate bro with eXp Realty, the cloud-based brokerage where top producers reign, and James Cias, the insurance bro with Pipeline Insurance, making sure you are covered because there's a lot riding out there. And now here are the business bros. Welcome to another episode of Business Bros. Yeah, what up, ladies and gentlemen? <laughs> now I can speak freely and I don't have to like censor myself, stop myself, and asking questions. So, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show, Hernan Cias, host of the Business Bros Podcast, along with my co-host, the insurance bro, James Cias, with Pipeline Insurance. And we got a good show for you today. We got an excellent show for you today. We have Mr. Matt Nugent from Matt Nugent Productions. Find him on Instagram at Matt Nuge. Woo woo! We are Thank excited to have this guy on the show. Matt, welcome to the show, man. Thank you guys for having me. It's a, it's a pleasure to be out here and enjoy this beautiful view. Right? Yeah. It's, it's definitely... And today's kind of a muggy day. It's kind of weird. It's been a weird week. Like, one day it was, it was kind of overcast like this, but you can see, like, clear. Everything was perfectly clear. Like, that overcast didn't come down where you couldn't block. And today, it's kind of a, a little muggy. I mean, you can see the water, but usually it's, it's nice and clear, but still, beautiful day. Beautiful day. Absolutely. Lovely Can't San Diego. Complain. Can't complain. Hey, before we get started, uh, I forgot, 365 pairs of shoes by the end of the year. So if you have some new shoes, some gently used shoes, some cash that you want to donate to uh, to the shoe pile collection, uh, hit up James, 619-884-0045 or james at csfirst.com. He'll write over in his Harley like he did today and pick those bad boys up. So go ahead, hit him up, 619-884-0045 or james at csfirst.com. All right, Matt. So as always, I want to know your backstory, dude. I want to know where you came from, how you got into this particular business. Sure, sure. Absolutely. Well, my backstory is I'm born and raised in San Diego, California. So I'm one of the, I'm a native for sure. And uh, gosh, kind of where I was and where I am now is, is uh, that's kind of a, a long story, uh, but uh, let's shorten it up and make it sweet. Um, so right now, yeah, I'm basically starting my own production company. And for the past eight years prior to that, I've been in the healthcare industry, all different areas of, of healthcare. Um, and I have my nursing degree for the last three years. Uh, I've uh, worked as a nurse for some of the biggest hospitals around. And I've done about four different things with that degree, everything from a little bit of work in the knowledge commerce space online uh, to post-surgical work to helping um, uh, with software implementation. And uh, most recently, for the past year and a half, I was on the heme oncology unit and trained to do uh, bone marrow transplants, stem cell transplants, uh, um, administered uh, different types of uh, chemo drugs, managed patients' plans of care. Uh, you know, who are undergoing a very tough time in life. And, oh, so and, you did like little things like save lives. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've, I've, it's, you know, I've had people die in my hands and I've helped people leave the hospital. So I've, I've seen it all. Um, you know, just like most people, I've experienced a lot of tragedy, both uh, inside the professional setting as well as outside of the professional setting. So 
um, that's kind of where um, I was professionally um, in that's, the corporate world. Yeah, that's kind of a like a real. I don't know. You, you, there's not very many fields where you can go out and say I've literally made a difference in someone's life. Like, yeah, I mean, I speak to real estate agents and we help people buy and sell homes, and those are all great things. They help memories, right? But health is one of those things where, like, if you're not healthy, like everything else falls off. I don't care what you're chasing at that point. If you can't wake up in the morning comfortably, if you can't walk, if you can't talk, if you can't breathe, like those types of things are like, you know, when you're talking about the hierarchy of things, that one's way up there. Absolutely. There's no other field, I, you know, that, that I can think of where, where you don't get that much satisfaction. So why'd you end up believing that field? Well, I wouldn't say I've left the field. Um, because that's always that always well serving others and helping others and you know hopefully continue to make healthier decisions for myself and trying to empower others with knowledge to do the same is something i'll always be passionate about and will always be a huge part of who i am um and so you know um but maybe i would say kind of the question it sounds like you're asking is you know what made you decide to jump out of that out of a way out of the hospital setting right and mm -hmm. kind of dive into this 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 kind of production uh business and really i mean there's i can think of a lot of different reasons but um you know one of the main ones is just uh more time more time freedom and uh, being able to connect with more of our community members uh, because, you know, when I'm working at, say, a 12-hour shift in the hospital, um, I'm limited by time and space. You know, I literally am limited to the amount of interactions that I can have, the amount of people that I can influence. Um, and I realize pretty quickly uh, that broadcast uh, radio or media allows for permissionless leverage, as Naval will say in his uh, his podcast. And uh, you know, everybody wants leverage. Everybody wants more time freedom, and it's it's everyone's fighting to get it. You mm -hmm. know, and so um, uh, that's one of the reasons. And two, I was you know I was looking at what area of what I've been doing in the hospital have I enjoyed most these past eight years. What area do I enjoy most and can I see myself investing in long term? Because like you were telling me, there's a hundred different things you could do with a nursing degree in the field of nursing. And we're very fortunate that we have that flexibility. And for me, I always enjoyed the patient education aspect of it. Um, the dialogue that I would have with families when they'd have questions, when I would go and get them information if I didn't have the information. And so I really was like, you know, I really like this aspect of my job. And early on, I worked for a company, a knowledge, knowledge commerce company called Simple Nursing, uh, right uh, early in my career. And they're probably one of the biggest online uh, companies when it comes to knowledge, uh, knowledge commerce for nursing students. So I got mm -hmm. a taste of that early on, a little bit of taste of video production and what it's like to help a lot of um, people with this type of technology. And so I just thought, you know, it makes sense if I love this so much. What is what is the what is the number one skill set that I need to develop that I enjoy that will allow me to take that skill set to the exponential level of communicating with others, educating others, um, if uh, empowering others with information, even selling information, 
you know, selling products if I wanted to start a business. How would I do all that? Mm-hmm. And I realized it was with pr- production, production technology. So, you know, this past couple of years, I've been commuting back and forth between City of Hope up in L.A. and seeing my parents down here in San Diego and investing in this community down here, knowing that I would eventually come back. But I went up there and took a, a very good career opportunity um, for some fantastic training. And the whole time I was kind of putting away money and, and, and I was started investing in video production technology about a year ago. And it started with me investing and in learning how to build online courses because that's kind of what I was doing for uh, that first company that I was working for in a way. Um, I was more behind the scenes of the production, was more um, managing some of their marketing uh, activities. We helped build out a scholarship and, uh, and uh, I oversaw a lot of that and helped them rebrand themselves and, 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 and do a lot of things. So um, I just knew that eventually I was going to jump and I call it running a life experiment. So basically I'm going to you know, start investing and building this skill set uh, for a set period of time and just kind of see what happens with it. Um, it's it's crazy because when, once you get into the production set, right, there's there's so many avenues in that aspect that you could do. Um, I What comes to mind to me is uh, Dr. Pimple Popper or uh, or the Foot Bro. Have you seen those shows? No, I haven't seen the Foot so, so, yeah. so the Foot Bro is exactly how it sounds. It's it, He works on feet okay. like all day long. Yeah. Right? And people come in and it's their story about whatever. I've worked in construction my whole life. I've used construction boots. I don't really change my socks very often. And now I got XYZ problem, right? And so, you know, he'll come. He'll take a look at the actual foot. And some people, like like I remember watching that show. We I, I caught it because I was in a hotel on a road trip right so the kids were like cool that's interesting the wife was like that's disgusting i don't want to watch that right but everybody uh has a different tolerance to what they want to see yet i learned things like how you should be washing right what types of fungal infections are treatable what types you have to come in for just by watching a show that was intriguing right same thing with dr pimple popper she'll talk about cysts she'll talk about different skin conditions that that pop up and it's just intriguing information about people that are going to the doctor that's one aspect that's you're nice. you're even talking about complete the other side which is coursework like maybe you want to get a certification in something so mm-hmm. here's the information that you can do I mean, there's all kinds of different stuff. You can you can literally vlog a life of a, of a doctor. Maybe that's something that people want to see. What's it like going to school in medicine? What's it like doing, you know, those hours that you need to do at a hospital? What's it like in the emergency room? What's it like, you know, in the PD, being a PD, whatever it is. Yeah. Like, there's all kinds of different avenues that you can do in production. But now you're right. It opens your eyes to, well, what exactly is the message that I want to spread? So true, and, and, and kind of what you're speaking to is is what one of my ultimate goals with this is actually to marry the two. So do production work within the medical community, whether it be you know filming surgeries or creating fil- uh, healthcare documentaries, vlogs for say healthcare influencers or you know businesses, local businesses, and so really marrying the two so that I get to combine each skill set and stay within the you know that my circle of competence and my my passion for healthcare, um and so that's kind of that's exactly i'm on that journey right now you know and i i knew that you know working 40 hours a week straight and coming home and trying to learn as much about the video production technology and and and, and all that comes along with that i was really just stunted by you know that time and energy i knew to get really good at it uh 
I would have to, I couldn't do it just part-time, you mm-hmm. know? And so, and um, so I, I, I'm like, you know, at some point I'm going to jump for a bit and really just go more full-time, you know, see how much momentum I can build, uh, see where I can get myself in a set period of time and uh, kind of just continue on. But knowing that this is cameras, um, you know, developing creative projects, is something that I always want to be doing for the rest of my life. So, you know, they say. When did you figure it out? When did you know you had a passion for that sort of thing? I mean, you, it's it's totally different. You know, I, I everybody has a skill that they 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 want to learn that they're doing maybe professionally. Like, you know, I'm gonna go to school and I'm gonna be a nurse. That's great. But then you have this passion behind you, right? Then you're yeah. always picking up the camera and you're like, you know, you go out and you take pictures and maybe it's still photo, maybe it's video, maybe it's audio, right? You're doing certain things that you want to do as a hobby and yet you do have your professional life. At what point did you find that that connection? You were like, you know what? This is great, but this really makes me happy. Like, I like doing this, but this is what I really wake up for every day. Yeah, that's, gosh, that's a great point. I don't know if there was just one set moment. It's kind of been like a constant journey of iteration, you know? Just constantly, um, it, it, it was, you know, about July of last year when I purchased my first online course on how to build courses, that led me to learn more about cameras and audio equipment. And and through that, that kind of deep dive, um, I found a good online course called Full-Time Filmmaker by uh, Parker Walbeck. What up, Parker? Um, and once I got into that, I was like, wow, I was blown away by these people's ability to go out and, and make these really creative projects. And I had, you know, a couple of years ago, I had made a couple little videos for, um, my first video was for a, a workout boot camp that's still going on today is actually uh, for the Health and Wealth Network. Uh, my friends, uh, Lacey and uh, uh, Nathan Bird, who run a network of um, like they're fitness coaches and performance athletes and they've had this um, network that they've been building for years and a couple years ago I did a um, a whole video of their uh, you know workout um, their work their boot camp and I did it uh, just just because I enjoyed it and I didn't know anything about production at that time and I thought what came out of it as a result was pretty cool mm-hmm. and so I've been making videos for a little while and um, you know I'd also been exploring my passion of dance and that's how I met my current girlfriend and through that I always through that I'm like gosh you know one day I like I want to make a music video I want to I want to I want to be I want to perform and, and create a performance and so it that's kind of like how it started and so once once I um yeah once I learned how to build courses and then that took me further down kind of the rabbit hole I was like oh cuz building courses is a very niche sub- subset of production right mm-hmm. and um I don't think it's quite as, you know, it's not quite as exciting as like, to me as like doing, making a music video and so, getting a bunch of art together and dancing. So why, or, why the coursework? You feel like it's a place where you can like generate revenue enough to do so versus the other one you have more fun with? Oh, absolutely. I mean, there's the, the potential in both for sure, but definitely I saw the course, a huge, huge need within the healthcare 
community, even even with City of Hope, where I was working with, uh, who I was working for the past uh, two years, and um, I worked on a on an app, uh, their fall prevention project as part of a quality uh, improvement project that they had us do as new residents, and that required me to coordinate with another big cancer organization, uh, Brigham Women's, and I would just, you know, I would see how outdated these these training videos were how uninteresting and unengaging they were and understanding that all all, all courses are going online mm-hmm. and and that's where the trend's been going for years now and just the intriguing thought of how do I how do I take this and make it more interesting and more palatable and get get you know create a topic on you know maybe it's how to monitor for you know a very kind of boring topic on how to monitor someone for for altered level of consciousness and confusion and how do i make that interesting and palatable for employees and get stakeholder buy-in and do things like that uh so i i knew there i knew that there was just a ton of demand for creating educational content for healthcare businesses yeah well Okay, so so you can go the educational route, right? But mm-hmm. I, I feel like you're almost, and correct me if I'm wrong, I feel like you're almost convincing yourself that that's the way you should go as compared to where you want to go. <sighs> that's that's a great that's a great way to put it. Um, Just in the words that you're using, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like in other words, yeah. um, it's it's something that many you know entrepreneurs do, or many people do that when they want to take that that leap and yeah. they want to call it a business. And all of a sudden, you look for the thing that's going to create the greatest revenue for what you're doing, which is cool. Don't get me wrong; you you can definitely do a really good job at that. It's just like. It sounded like before when we were talking, it was like, you wanted to do something like, dude, I want to entertain people. I want to have fun. I want to create yeah. a music video. I want to do this, you know, this other stuff. And when you speak, you know, when you're speaking about both, one of them, you sounded like super excited, like a little kid almost. Mm-hmm. And the other one, you, you put your entrepreneur hat on and you're like, this is, you know, I can really <laughs> yeah. structure this one the right way. Yeah. So, you know, how, how are you going to make that, that balance, that shift? Because if, if it was me, I'd almost, I'd almost tell you like, well, you already have that consistency at the hospital, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So if you wanted the consistency, maybe you stay in the hospital. And if you want to develop this other thing on the side where you're going to jump in, jump in where you care, where you really love it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I've talked to a lot of entrepreneurs that have been saying, uh, you know, that a lot of the same things of, you know, build your business around the things that you love to do. Yeah. Not not the other way around. Don't Don't build your business around what, you know, what you have to do build it around what you want to do because that way you every day you wake up you're gonna have fun with it you're gonna enjoy it a little more well that's um that's very insightful for you to say that because um and that really hits me to the core because i just got back from doing that i was in connecticut for last week filming for one of my really good buddies um his 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 uh he has a, has a professional uh, fly fishing company and that's his passion uh, pogo pike um and really one of my biggest passions is immersing myself around my friends and building relationships with with people of character and learning about their passions through osmosis and that's what i got to do this last week like there's a lot of times where it wasn't easy but gosh it was the most one of the most rewarding things i've done experienced recently and you know i love being a sponge man i love 
I love being out in the community and learning from others. Mm -hmm. And that's what film uh, can allow you to do. And like, like, uh, you know, your, your banner says for business bros, it's a relationship building platform. That's absolutely true. You you know, absolutely true. Yeah. Every, every single person that comes on the show has a skill set, has some sort of passion behind what it is that they do on a regular basis. Sometimes it's obvious and they're doing it. Sometimes it's not so obvious, but Anytime we sit down and talk to them, it's like I get a 30-minute education. Like I literally am able to sit down, listen to your story, and learn from your experiences and from your, you know, whatever it is that you're bringing to the table. I, I thrive on that. That's like the funnest part to me. And the cool thing is I get to experience that here one-on-one, and so does everybody else. Who sees who who's who I'm recording with for that medium, yeah. and I figure like you know that's kind of that that should be the extension of what you're doing too. Except if you're gonna do it on video, you, you if it, you already want to do that, you already want to go out and learn about whatever it is that they're doing. You want to be that sponge, and if you're able to document that and bring that story to other people, well, you're literally sharing and educating somebody else on something that you like to be educated in. And, and so I don't know, right. like that, that to me is like, well, of course I'm going to want to do it every day. Guy Fieri, right? Goes around to all these places because he loves to check out food and eat yeah. and he gets to record it, document it and share with everybody else. And there are people who like to do that. Yeah. I mean, you have tons of, of shows that do that centered around somebody's unique passion. And I think one of those things is we got to, we ourselves individually have to figure out what it is that we really want to do every day and then try to build something around that. Yeah. And that's the hardest part. If we can use our structure, our our you know normal jobs to fund whatever life brings, and then slowly build something over here, you know, I've had this this thought in my mind. I, I used to have this idea that re, you know I've always known that retirement is not an age problem; it's a cash flow problem, right? So if you can solve the cash flow problem, you're done. But I I'm starting to steer away from the word retirement mm-hmm. because I don't feel like I personally will ever stop working. Sure. I just want to be able to figure out a way to do what I love to do to replace what I have to do. Yeah. And if I can figure that out, right, then it doesn't matter. I, I'd be 80 years old still doing the same thing as long as I enjoy it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And if it's paying, you know, if it pays all the bills, then, you know, 100%, I'm 100% in. Yeah. But I think that's that's the transition that we that we need to find, and and it's hard because when I come when it comes down to it, like I, I've had this discussion with James all the time when we we sit down and we're like, well, what do we really want out of life? What do we really want? And one day I was sitting down, I was like, I think I just want to be, I think I just want to be famous, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and I sound like an idiot, like saying right. I feel like an idiot saying it, but what? But the truth of the matter is, yeah, right? That's what I want. I want to be able to sit with down with enough people, listen to their stories, learn from enough people that I have a lot of friends. If I have 10,000 people at my funeral, yeah. then I've done my job right. Like I, I feel like I've made, I've achieved what I set out to achieve. Yeah. And and as corny <laughs> as it sounds, right? That's yeah. my that's my truth. Yeah. That, that's, that's awesome to hear you say that, you know, your truth. And for me, it's, yeah, it's access to resources. And the more friends you have, the more relationships you have built, uh, the more access you have to resources. And typically, the more access you have to resources, the more opportunity. And if you, you know, um, are s- smart and respectful about how you pers- pursue that opportunity, um, that can lead to safety and security. I think that's what we're all after is, you know, safety and security. Um, safety and security. They're your basic needs. Yeah, your yeah. basic needs. Getting those fulfilled, your basic needs fulfilled while waking up and doing what you love to do every day. And that is uh, that's 
what we're all after. Man. That's what we're all after. Yeah, it's funny. You said, basically, you know, it, it, talking to you in production mode, I got my mind on like TV stuff. So, you know, you say like, you know, that, that whole little bit of, of security, I think of like naked and afraid. Like, what's your first priority, man? You got to put shelter up and we got to find clean water and food. Like, yep. it's the basic things that we need to get by. And we, we're doing the same thing here, maybe not naked and afraid, but we're doing that on a daily basis, right? How do I put a roof over my head? How do I put food on the table? How do I get, how do, how do I make myself safe and secure? Yeah. And the problem is we usually exchange that safety and security uh, we give up our freedom for that security right and we give it up by going to a nine-to-five job and and i make the analogy of prison all the time prison like maximum security prison where they tell you when to get up they tell you when to change they tell you what to do mm-hmm. you have zero freedom well that's us in a normal nine-to-five if you wake up every day you hit the snooze button you don't want to go to work you're giving up your freedom for that maximum security in that paycheck. Yeah. And that's, that to me is scarier than anything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That to me is like, now I don't have freedom. That's mm-hmm. the whole reason why you got into what you got into. So true. So, so true. And yeah, it's interesting because the medical community, or not community, but in medical education, we're taught that our basic needs, um, they you know give us the Maslow's uh, hierarchy of needs mm-hmm. model. And that the very basic need in that model is your physiological needs so water and oxygen right but i would argue that even before that is is the relationships is is the support from others because uh, and matt lieberman talks about this in his book social famous uh, uh i think he's harvard psychological professor but he says that you know a child right will you have children they would fail to thrive and die if you weren't there to nurture them through a certain period of time. And so even more important than oxygen and water is support, support from others. And I've seen that in the hospital, people who have great support systems versus people who don't, and just in life in general. Um, and, uh, and so it's funny because in, in school, you know, they don't teach us how to strategically um, and, uh, build a a support system Mm -hmm. you know how to do that in in a way that um is beneficial to everyone that's involved and that builds character and that is good for this world win-win situation yeah win-win situation like we're still stuck like you said uh the modern day school system is was birth out of the industrial revolution just pumping out factory workers teaching people what to think not how to think yes so luckily that's changing and with broadcast uh you know uh technology um people are really able to empower themselves with with uh all the information that they would like to 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 feed their brain yeah now the issue i think is taking action yeah now you can sit and learn all you want so true and and you can soak up so much and you can be the brainiest person and the most knowledgeable individual in the world but if you fail to take action, yes. now that now you have zero excuse for taking action because you know exactly what steps to take and which order to take them. You just, for whatever reason, and I think that's one of those big things where support comes in now too. Now it's like, do you have the backing from your family to say, take that next step, mm-hmm. right? Do you have the support, you know, or your friends saying, dude, you're an idiot. What are you doing that for? You already have a great job. You don't don't make that mistake. Like one of those two situations is going to happen and you're going to listen to something. You're going to either listen to the support that says, go for it. We have your back. You can do anything you want. 
Or you're going to listen to the one that says, you're an idiot. You shouldn't be doing that. You already have a safe, secure job. What are you thinking? Like, you know, those two things are going to come out and you need to make a choice. Mm -hmm. That's that to me is that's scary. Like that's and, and neither of those choices is really wrong. It's just now you really have to choose and whichever one you choose, you now have to be happy with that situation and either either decide that, okay, this is working for me or I need to make a change again. Yeah. And that's the beauty of, of what the world we live in is you can try it and if you don't like it, just change it. Yeah. You don't have to stick to it to the very end. You can change at any time and alter your path in any direction. Mm-hmm. And you have the knowledge to figure out how. Yeah. Yeah. You can buy a course on how to make courses. Exactly. It's so it's so neat, you know. It's so just it's so beautiful that we live in a time where you can you can self-educate yourself until you're sick in the face. But mm-hmm. like you said, you have to find a way to really apply that information as soon as possible because that's where the true learning happens. Yes. Um, and I know that for me especially, you know, when I learn something new about a, a camera, you know, that's, that's I realized, like, I need to start applying this and getting out and doing it as soon as possible and with as little friction as possible. And I realized that, Let's start on your passions. And that was always, you know, working out, dancing, um, you know, movement, um, talking with other people who are wise. Mm-hmm. So other people who have really interesting passions that they love to talk about and share with others. So that's, that's you know, that's where I spent a lot of time uh, with my video production work over the past six months, building those skills. You know, I've been to a classic car show, one of the... Um, my buddy built a really amazing classic car. My father and grandfather have always been car guys. They're huge gearheads. Um, I've been to another, that took me to another one. Uh, the La Jolla Conquer is one of the biggest ones uh, in San Diego. And then I've done a couple of music videos for local artists. And, and uh, it's a matter of just going out and getting your feet wet. Yeah. And just doing feet it. Wet. Yeah, just doing just it. Just doing man. it for sure, for sure. All right, dude. Um, I think we're running the bed on time, huh? Yep. Yeah, figured. All okay. Right. One second, one second. I want you guys, or I want you, Matt, to, uh, this is going to be your camera right here. Okay. So I want you to take a look at that camera. And if people want to get a hold of you, develop coursework, do some video work with you, how do they get a hold of you? Yeah, the best way to get a hold of me is either just shoot a text. Uh, you can you can reach me uh, at my phone number 858-775-3475 or go on my website my company website check us out do a little bit of reading I've got most of it built out the reel is not up I've been too busy just working for others right now um, not concerned but go ahead read our story and what we're about and at the bottom of that there's a contact uh, button you can put in your email information send me uh, send me your information on a project that you that you um, I'm thinking of working on and uh, so either mattnugentproductions.com or text me call me at 858-775-3475 boom all right man yep. and then of course who are you going to tag to be on the show next oh man i'm calling out i'm calling out professor dr professor michael j mccann Michael J. McCann. Yeah, What's he a professor of? I'm, he's a professor of communications. Ooh. Yeah, very interesting guy. Very well-spoken, very accomplished. Yet, he doesn't have uh, a social media presence because he opted not to do that last couple of years. Um, um, but now, to focus on graduating with his doctorate degree, but now he's finished that. 
And, so he's um, ready to get back into the world. Yeah, now he's ready to work on his passion, his his projects. Um, so I'm curious I, to know what stuff. Uh, yeah, the doctorate in communications he's is going to come up with. Yeah, he's a professor at SDSU. Um, you know, so he's he's a good buddy of mine, and uh, you know he he would be a great guest to have on here, and it would be a great just great conversation to talk about broadcast. Media because he is so knowledgeable when it comes to his his uh, studies in intercultural communication. So he travels the world studying this like communication. That's so cool. cool. Yeah. Like, so see, like <clears throat> currently right now, I'm I'm in the process of reading a book called uh, The Network: The The War of the Airwaves. So everything from you know taking Morse code all the way through the telegram, through radio, through TV, through color TV. Like I want to know that whole era that whole transition what worked for certain companies what didn't work for certain companies because i just see the communication going in very similar directions so if i can if i can understand what happened in that history maybe it'll help me in the future you know what i mean so i i I, that's something that i would definitely want to sit down and talk to him about and learn you know learn from those who are smarter than me (laughs) always and you got uh, you got some love here. You got uh, Leah Osborne, Nathan Lamar Bird, and uh, Ciara Howard all saying how awesome you are oh. and shouting out their hellos to you. Oh, what's up, you guys? Thank you for showing love. And what's up, Nate? Dude, I uh, hope to make it to the Health and Wealth Network uh, this weekend, man. Leah, thanks for always being there for me. And Ciara, how you doing? How you doing, girl? So. <laughs> Sweet. All right, last thing. Oh, yeah. Ask the hosts a question. Ask the bros. Ask the bros. That's Ask what we're going to call bros. them. Ask the bros. <laughs> Absolutely. Ask the bros. Um, so you mentioned in the beginning of our conversation um, that you see, you know, kind of what we're doing becoming commoditized. So my question to you is, for some, how do you dumb that down for someone and really just who doesn't really quite understand what that means? What does that mean? And two, how will your will you guys have to evolve your podcast to? to deal with that and, and, yeah. and stay competitive yeah, and no. achieve what you would like to achieve. Excellent question. So to, to commoditize something, um, I'll give you an example. So we all have cell phones, right? Yeah. So we literally can watch anything we want whenever we want at the at the click of a button. It didn't used to be that way. So if you, fa- you, know, if you rewind the clock 20, 25 years and I wanted to get a message out, I would have to film it, you know, using you know traditional film cameras, maybe digital, but mostly traditional film cameras. Have somebody turn around and edit the content. Then I'd have to take that and go to a television studio and see if they can even air it during a specific time. It, the process was long and drawn out and very difficult to do. Versus where today it's a matter of if I want to get a message out, I literally take my phone out, I hit my story, I say whatever my message is, hit the send button, and I'm done. Yeah. Right. So it's it's much easier process. <clears throat> and as far as what we're doing is, uh, you know, podcasting has gotten easier. Developing, you know, video footage has gotten easier. Editing has gotten easier, and it's just going to get easier and easier over time. We were talking about using a Sling Studio to do in live broadcasting, live editing. It's just going to get easier and easier. So, do we have to adapt? A hundred percent. And I think it's going to come down to well, how niche do you want to get? <clears throat> so, and you know, once once you develop uh, a strategy and you get good at it, there's a develop the audience, mm-hmm. and then b what does that audience need? Right. And if you can figure out what that audience needs and you're able to provide that and you have that audience, then I think that's a different ballgame. 
So, and the, you know, I was telling you that I was reading the books about, you know, the the network developing the airways and they're talking about, you know, the, when AM radio came out and when it was able to get broadcasted over an over a large span of people and then when FM station came out and all of a sudden people were like, "Wait, not only can I send this song so that other people can hear it, I can put advertising space in between that." And it became a fight for attention. It became a fight for who what audience do I have? And I think that's where we're at today. It's a fight for an audience. Mm-hmm. So it's it's fair game. Mm-hmm. You have access to everybody out there just like everybody has access to anybody else. And so the faster you can develop an audience, the faster you can grow people who are caring about what you have to say and what you're, what you're putting out there, the bigger your network will be and the more opportunity you'll have. Uh-huh. So I don't know, you know how much more we're advancing later in the future, but I do know that if it's about attention... We need to get it as much as we possibly can. Sure. So, you know, that's why we do things like the podcast. That's why I do little other small clips. That's why we started doing the family vlog because the attention that people have is different. Some people might not care about the Business Bros podcast, but they'll watch the family vlog. Right. And so So I'm thinking, you know, and I'm opening my eyes to that and I'm saying, okay, well, maybe I should be recording when I go to the gym and I'm just starting back up after not going for like two years. Mm -hmm. Right. People would want to see that. It, maybe it's not the business bros audience and it's not the audience that wants to see this, the the uh, family vlog but it's the people who are in fitness just struggling thinking i need to start going back to the gym so gaining the audience in any way you can and then niching down into what you want to do wherever it is that you want to decide to monetize whether it's directly through your niche or around it on the outside that's going to be a, a business choice going down the road but i think it's all about audience nice that was that's why he's the host. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to say a word. <laughs> but that's also Stellar. a difference between us. You know, you talked about uh, wanting to be famous earlier. And me, I don't need to be famous. I don't need my face on everything. I don't need people to know who I am. I just want the money. Yeah. yeah. I, just want, I just want the money fame that goes along. Fortune, fame right? and fortune. fortune. I'll take the fortune. You can have the yeah. fame. And, you know, that's funny because, I, for you know, when we talk about money, I don't even look at money the same way that most people do. The wife and I actually have a conversation about money often, and she values it more than I do. I use it as a tool. For me, it's just like, here's a piece, you know, here's something that I can invest in to grow. What does it cost? Okay, let's throw some money at it. And it's just a, a thing. When the money comes back as revenue, it's honestly more like a scorecard for me. Like in our in our household, the I bills are already Dan. paid. Yeah. Dan said the exact same thing yesterday too. Yeah. Crack me up. Because because in my household, the bills are already paid. My teaching salary, our teaching salaries pays our lifestyle. So there's no need for anything else. Everything else is just, you know, extra stuff. But I love where I live. I don't have. I'm no, I don't plan on on moving ever. You know, I want to redo my backyard. That's probably the only thing. And and aside from that, maybe it's pay off the mortgage. But other than that, I don't have huge aspirations for things. Yeah. I have bigger aspirations for growing like businesses. That's my favorite thing to do. If I can help like you know ten people become millionaires, I would be ecstatic through the roof you know what i mean that i've i've helped educate them or get them to a level where they want to go or maybe i've said something that inspires somebody to go out and change the world that to me means more than than any dollar amount that i can earn don't get me wrong i love having revenue come in i don't want to have to worry about money ever but it's not my my number one goal that's why i think after we've talked about it a number of times it's just famous mm-hmm. and when it really comes down to it's it's people look up to you mm-hmm. and, and that means that i've provided some sort of value yeah yeah absolutely you've been able to help others accumulate a lot of resources yeah 
That's hey, great, great segment, by the way. I like this Ask the Bros segment. It's different, huh? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, just throw that out there. Everybody out there on Facebook listening in, uh, we'll just throw something on the Instagram and yeah, you know, we'll a little those. poll. Ask the bros. Ask the bros. Ask the bros. Ask the bros. I Matt, like hey, man. Thanks a lot for coming on the show. Oh, thanks really for Really appreciate me. you coming on and, and sharing. I mean, being the, the greatest gift you can give the show is your vulnerability to like be open and share what it is you're doing whether it's a huge success or you're just getting started that is a huge to me is is big because there are people in all kinds of different stages in their life and somebody out there is connecting with your story and that's what it's about so you know i appreciate you coming on the show and sharing thank you guys thank you guys for having me you know it takes courage it takes courage to like you said to fail in front of others to look stupid but I wouldn't I wouldn't have it any other way you know it's uh so I said that you know that's what it's gonna take if you want to build anything um a value and interesting oh 100 i look like an idiot every day all day long which reminds me ladies and gents check out the parody came out yesterday <laughs> uh if you like it share it uh share it so more people can see it and laugh at me too i really, really a lot appreciate of shares it. already it has it yeah. has so thanks guys thanks really really appreciate it uh 365 days or 365 pairs of shoes by the end of the year speaking of sharing so if you have some used shoes new shoes or cash you want to donate hit james up 619-884-0045 or james at cs first if you need insurance, whether it's for your personal, your life, your business, workers' comp, general liabilities, whatever it is, hit up James. Or if you want to add insurance into your particular business, maybe you are a tax office, maybe you're a lender, maybe you're a real estate office, hit James up, 619-884-0045 or james at csfirst.com. And uh, that's all we got for you guys today. Peace. Bye-bye. And I'm out. Thank you for listening to the Business Bros Podcast. Are you interested in being on the show? Are you looking to sell your home or have a business that needs insurance? Reach out to the Business Bros via email, businessbros at csfirst.com right now or click on the link in the show notes. Thank you for listening. And remember to subscribe and share the podcast with the business professionals who you think would benefit from the show. 